Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here back in the saddle on another magical, maniacal Monday. Friends, today is July 24th, 2023, Torch Report 414, and as it turns out this week, I'm actually bouncing between Washington, D.C. and the great outdoors, the mountains of the Pacific Northwest. I'll be attending a uh, VIP premiere of the, of the People's House documentary, which is documenting how the Freedom Caucus, if you guys recall, I went out uh, to sit in with the Freedom Caucus, when the Freedom Caucus was hashing out uh, what they were going to do to make a stand for the American people and change the rules of procedure and all that kind of stuff. Now they've made a documentary about that. I'm going to fly out there and catch that uh, in person, the premiere of that. That's exciting. And then uh, i got to take some much-needed time off to enjoy the summer with my family, splashing in the lake and cooling off and all that. So as a result, this week, uh, I'm taking the week off, obviously, but this week I'm going to I, there's been so many new listeners joining the audience lately. I'm going to dig into the archives and share five of what I feel like are some of the most impactful reports from kind of the end of last year into the beginning of this year. And today we're going to get started out by reviewing Torch Report 273, The Worst Case Scenario. It's part one of a two-part series. It examines everything that's in motion right now, and it's going to set the stage for the week, kind of tying back into COVID comes full circle from last week and uh, tying into what lies ahead as we move forward. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Report 273, the worst case scenario. It's part one, friends. What happens if everything bad could happen that could happen? It happens all at once. What do you do? You got to brace yourself. And as you very well may know, there's so much going on, so much more than we can cover in a succinct and witty 20 minute podcast at any given moment. Friends, there are things in motion that have been in motion that you and I have absolutely no idea were even in motion. You know, think about like magma pushing up underneath a volcano or an asteroid hurling through the depths of space. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, what if the impact or the of this asteroid or the eruption of the volcano, what if these unknown factors was imminent? What if it was going to happen imminently? And the same principles apply to politics. There are things in motion that have been in motion that you and I have no idea were ever set into motion. That's just the nature of things. And once we identify the things that are in motion, then we can begin to track their trajectory, much like the astronomers track the asteroids, for example. Doing so, then we might be able to predict the moment of impact, even though we may in fact be helpless to stop what is already in motion. What I'm trying to do here, you know, just to get to the point that, that Newton's laws of motion apply to politics just as surely as they apply to asteroids and volcanoes. And for that reason, before we get into this worst case scenario, before we move forward, let's just take a quick review of what these laws of motion are according to NASA. Bonus points if you can list them off at the top of your head. Newton's first law of motion is the law of inertia. And it states that an object at rest remains at rest and an object in motion remains in motion at a constant speed in a straight line unless acted upon by an unbalanced force or an outside force. The second law of motion, the law of force, states that the acceleration of an object depends on the mass of the object and the amount of force applied. 
That makes sense. You know, a big guy throwing a little ball versus a little guy throwing a big ball. We think about the laws of force. All right. Newton's third law of motion, the law of action and reaction states that whenever one object exerts a force on a second object, the second object exerts an equal and opposite force onto the first. And that's straight off the NASA website. It's great science. It's awesome. And if we're keen in applying these laws, then we can reap great insights into what's already in motion. And perhaps if we can do that, we may be able to discern the probability of all hell breaking loose in 2023. What do you think? You know, Let's talk about it. Now, yesterday's Torch Report, I put a link there to an article that was titled Top 10 Conspiracy Theories That Will Be Validated in 2023. I believe that this list is as good as any. It was written by Ben Sellers uh, over at HeadlineUSA.com. And the number two conspiracy Ben Sellers predicted would come true was this. He said, the second thing was the deadly impact of the COVID vaccines will become undeniable. And voila, you know, last night, Monday night football. Are you ready for some football? You know, Monday night football fans watched in absolute horror as Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field, suffering from cardiac arrest about 10 minutes into the game. Now, Hamlin was a 24-year-old professional athlete in the prime of his life. And now he's intubated and conditioned at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And everybody's praying for a miracle, you know. Of course, now, I mean, this is shocking. It's shocking. You can't not see that happen right out there on primetime TV. Monday Night Football doesn't get a much bigger audience, right? Now, those of us who have been paying attention to what's been going on here Know that Hamlin is not alone. Initial reports indicate that Hamlin received his latest booster shot about two weeks ago. I think it was December 26th. Uh, two weeks prior to the collapse, he got his latest booster, which is consistent with the thousands of other athletes who have suddenly collapsed from cardiac arrest after getting the clot shot. Friends, it is sad. It is sick, but it is happening. Please remember, you know, it's happening all the time. We only know about these athletes because they're in the spotlight. The average everyday citizens who are suffering from the same fate, they get the jab and then they fall over dead or they have cardiac arrest, have to get rushed to the hospital, whatever. You know, that's happening every damn day as of today. January 3rd, 2023, the government's own vaccine adverse event reporting system, the VAERS, has recorded, I get, get you know, drum roll here, but you want to take a guess? You know, 33,334 COVID vaccine related deaths. That's COVID vaccine related deaths in just two years. Now, for the record, just to have some comparison here, those 33,334 COVID vaccine-related deaths, and I put vaccine there in quotes because it's not a vaccine, uh, but that's that's 77% of all of the deaths from all of the vaccines on the market. Or another way of saying it is that, that COVID vaccine-related deaths account for triple the number of deaths associated with all the other vaccines combined since the year 1990. And all of these COVID vaccine-related deaths have happened in just two short years. Friends, I put a chart there in the uh, in the report today. If you're listening on a, a podcast platform, Spotify, iPad, iHeartRadio, uh, on your iPad, on iTunes, or what have you, 
please know you got to go to thetorchreport.com to get all of the goodies. Uh, but the chart in here will help you visualize the atrocity. And it shows the accumulated deaths, of course, uh, associated with all the other vaccines. Up, 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 up. And then 2020, we start getting COVID-19 vaccines, and it just skyrockets. Boom. Unbelievable. And they wonder why people are reluctant to get their boosters. Hello, you know, friends, for all of the anguish and all of the heartbreak that comes with seeing an NFL player collapse on the field, for all of the confusion and the chaos that this cause is leading up to the playoffs. Oh, my gosh, who's going to play who? What's going to happen with the Super Bowl? I don't know. You know, for all of the prayers being lifted up to heaven on behalf of Damar Hamlin. Just sit with this for a bit. Look at the chart. Let it sink in. This has been happening for two years. This is not by accident. Okay? It is, this is crimes against humanity. It's genocide. It's sick. It's twisted. It's messed up. I don't care how you want to frame it. Oh, they made a mistake. Oh, it was just an accident. Whatever the hell is going on, it's happening, and they're still trying to deny it. That is not by accident. So let's get back to the physics for a second. Because again, you know, it's, it, it's disturbing. Holy smokes, it gets me riled up. You know, you see that and you look at that that jump, that's massive. I mean, unbelievable spike in deaths associated with getting the death jab, the experimental mRNA injection that modifies the DNA and causes all hell to break loose within the body. Okay? This is not by accident. As I was saying, uh in my poetic year and reflection, emotions cloud the mind. And so in order to think clearly, we have to take a deep breath, <sighs> you know, get grounded in what's real right now and then apply some logic here. I mean, we need to connect some dots. We need to calculate a trajectory. We're trying to apply the laws of physics to the geopolitical chaos. So think about it in terms of force and inertia for just a moment. Because there was a force that set this train wreck in motion. Think COVID-19, the Great Reset. And again, I'm, I'm just, I'm baffled that many people still haven't heard of COVID-19, the Great Reset. So I keep talking about it. Every day that you talk to somebody, hey, have you heard about COVID-19, the Great Reset, written by Klaus Schwab? Yeah, it's the whole playbook for what the hell's about to happen. Okay, now that billions of people have received this experimental mRNA injection, this mass of injected humanity now has its own inertia. Think about the billions of people that have been injected with the experimental mRNA, and now they're on their own trajectory. Okay, This mass of injected humanity has its own inertia, and it's going to stay in motion. right? And the very same thing uh, is true for the purebloods. Or those who had the courage not to get the shot, who maybe lost their job, who sacrificed their standing in the community to say, no, my body, my choice, I'm not going to do that. It's only emergency authorized. I've heard some bad things. I've looked into it and I've decided it's not for me. Shut up, peasant. Sound. Get your jab. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, sir. You got to wear a mask on. No, I'm not going to wear a mask, sir. I'm sorry. You know, those of us who have had the courage to withstand the storm. Of, of demeaning criticism, of ostracization, of being called fools and, and quacks and conspiracy theorists, now that we are being vindicated by the facts that are at hand, you know, we too, as purebloods, have our own trajectory. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. They forced 
people to get this jab. They are still forcing people to get this jab. Why? Why is that happening? Because is it because the uh, the global elites have said that they don't need the vast majority of humanity? I mean, they claim right out and said it. Is that why? Is it because the human population is unsustainable? Is that why? Is it because of the population bomb? Is that why? Uh, you know, pause for a second. Does the reason really matter? Look at what's happening. By the way, that population bomb, the guy, and I put it was Paul El- Elric. Uh, Ehrlich, whatever the name. Anyway, Eva, Elon Musk was out there mocking the fact that he was put on 60 Minutes and he said, do not listen to that guy. Anything that comes out of that guy's mouth is bunk. Okay, So it's not just me mocking him there. But look at what's happening here. Ben Seller predicted that the impact of these death jabs would become undeniable in 2023. And uh, I mean, oh, look, the prediction came true. Now, I would say that they have been undeniable since the very beginning. And yet people are still in denial. So this chart, you know, go back and look at that chart for a second. Starting in 2020, you look at that massive spike. It's again, it's almost unfathomable. And yet that information has been out there for over a year. And people like myself and many others have been not many others, but, uh, you know, those informed individuals who are out there trying to get the word out have been pushing this information out there, trying to have the conversation. Look at the data. Look at the facts, you know. But, hey, don't confuse me with facts. You know, people are still in denial and they will continue to be in denial precisely because the propaganda and the psychological warfare that's being perpetrated upon the unsuspecting masses of humanity. You know, as Dr. Robert Malone, who, as you may know, invented the mRNA technology and has now become a very vocal opponent and, you know, outspoken critic of these experimental injections. You know, he said it very matter of factual. He said, we have, quote, we have all been subjected over the last three years to military. Let me start that over. We have all been subjected over the last three years to military-grade psychological operations that were using technology developed for offshore conflicts, and they have been deployed against the citizens of virtually the entire Western world. And friends, I would add that it is the entire world. It's humanity as a whole. You know, this is exactly what I have been sounding the alarm about for the last two years. You know, this is why I created the shifting perspective presentation to put the facts and the data out there. Nobody listens. You know, this is why I say you don't got to wear a mask. Now that uh, Dr. Ashish Jaha says you don't have to wear a mask because there's no studies anywhere in the world that says masks work. You know, yeah, well, I was fired for saying you don't have to wear a mask. Okay. now keep in mind, it's this is why people are. Still lining up to get their next booster shot. This is why people keep thinking, oh, if I just get one more jab, it's going to keep me safe from the next variant. You know, it's sad. Again, it's sick. And quite unfortunately, this unthinkable travesty, this unthinkable, these crimes against humanity, it's far from over, friends. What is in motion? What is in the blood of those who have been jabbed will remain in motion until acted upon by an outside force. 
And there are implications there that are huge. And I think at some point we'll come back and touch on that. You know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, self-assembling nanobots and 5G. And I mean, it was a wild tinfoil hat stuff. But hey, there's all kinds of crazy things that have come true, have they not? So, you know, you can read that how you would like. But nevertheless, the people that have been jabbed, and what is in their blood is going to remain in motion. It's going to continue to affect their DNA and their biological natural immunity and all that kind of stuff. So the implications are huge. And if we keep in mind, you know, that that's in motion, also keep in mind the physiological and the psychological inertia of mass psychosis. That's also going to remain in motion until acted upon by an equal or greater outside so all of these people who are, are lost in the illusions, they're still disconnected from reality. They're, they're caught up in the, in the mental mirage and they can no longer distinguish the difference between what they think and actual reality. This is the psychosis. OK, the etymology of psychosis is the inflammation of the mind. We've talked about that at length. And this psychosis is going to remain in motion until acted upon by an equal or greater force. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What force, friends, what force, if any, is greater than or equal to the prolific inundation of incessant propaganda? What greater force is there in shaping the public psyche than weaponized AI and algorithmic social interventions? Think about it. What force is greater than that? How do we compete with that? And I've, I've spent probably way too much time obsessing on this because how do we win, you know? And there's only one force I can think of that is capable of crashing through the illusions. And that force is human interaction. It's the spark. It's the vibe. It's the feeling of being in the presence of another human being. It's the light in the eyes, if there is any, that marks the genuine human connection. It's undeniable. It's, it's, it's physical. It's physiological. It's metaphysical. There's something special there about bringing people together. And as we barrel through the Great Reset, through the Fourth Industrial Revolution, through the twisted transhumanist agenda, through the decade of vaccines, through Agenda 2030 and the UN Sustainable Development Goals, rushing headlong toward future Earth, the greatest resource we have is human interaction, getting together. They cannot stop us from being human, though they will most certainly try. You know, mark my words, they cannot stop us from connecting. They cannot stop us from talking. They cannot stop us from feeling the weight of their half-baked tyrannical actions or from feeling the warmth of a hug, the genuine connection of being in the presence of another human being. They cannot stop us collectively from resisting their wholly unnatural and dehumanizing schemes. And remember, friends, resistance is the spice of life. You know, we must resist their, you know, all aspects of their agenda in every area of our lives. We must resist for the kids. We must resist out of principle. We must resist just to prove that we can resist. You know, never let them break your will to resist. Resist, we must. <laughs> I think I'm going to make some swag that says resist, we must. You know, friends, that reminds me uh, just 
the other night we were watching Rocky and we we're watching Rocky four. I've seen it a thousand times, you know, and he's fighting the Russian in the end. He's just getting bludgeoned. Bam, bam. You know, and there's that line in there where he says, you will not break. You know, he went in the Russian say he, he, he will not break. And Rocky's just like, take it. Give me, give me more. Come on. Give me more. You know, and in get this, get this. Rocky four pulled up as free on Netflix and we watched the whole show and we get to the end. And I'm waiting for that line. He will not break, you know, and it never comes. There's some muffled, you know, voiced over whatever. There were several things, subtle little things that they changed in that movie. And the take out the line, he will not break was unbelievable. I could not believe that they do it. We're my family. Like what the heck? What I? I mean, we've seen this movie so many times, you know, as I've said, friends, they are rewriting history in real time it's so subtle these little things how many people are going to watch rocky they never heard the original he will not break and now they think oh rocky's just a great guy but they don't understand the the indomitable spirit the unbreakable human spirit the unbreakable will to resist and resist we must friends this is all just the tip of the iceberg there are people out there claiming that this is the year it's all going to fall apart there are people out there claiming that trump's not going to that oh trump's going to run on a third per party ticket. There are still some people out there holding on to the illusion that he might get indicted. There's some 90% of Americans who are pessimistic and expect more political conflict in 2023 and all around the world. Again, this is just the tip of the iceberg, friends. There are doctors being jailed for issuing mass exemptions. There are vaccines that are continuing to drive the rapid evolution of exotic new variants and the the new XBB15 strain that's ripping through the northeastern United States. Uh, This is being dubbed the worst variant in the world. Is this going to be the next big one. You know, you may recall hearing all about the catastrophic contagion exercise at the end of last year. You know, could economic collapse, food shortages, political chaos, nuclear war, and a new truly deadly genetically modified virus be converging upon us in this very moment? Wouldn't that be the worst case scenario? Friends, there are many things in motion, all of this and more, which is why we must continue to explore this in part two of the worst case scenario. We'll do that tomorrow. Until then, and always, my friends, resist the urge to panic. That's the only way we can stay sane. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time to find that little heart. Give me, click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.